Welcome to Spirit Connection with Doug Addison. Get ready to hear God, encounter the supernatural, and discover your destiny. Doug is a prophetic speaker, author, and coach whose message of love, hope, and having fun reaches people around the world. Connect with him online at DougAddison.com. Hey friends, Doug Addison here. Welcome to another Spirit Connection podcast. I'm excited to be talking about my favorite subject, which is hearing God and how to activate it into your life. And I'm excited for what's going on right now. Hey, you know what? I I got this word, listen up to the Lord right now because he's giving you a download he will. It's going to open up things for you. It's going to change. This is just modern lingo for God wants to give you the desires of your heart. Once your heart gets in line with his, he wants to open things up to you. Most people know me for my daily prophetic words. I release monthly words. You know, I do a lot of training on the Internet. And I've been doing this for quite some time. And one of my specialties is to help people get unstuck because I was stuck for a number of years. I felt like I didn't know what to do next. Maybe you feel this way. You know that there's something greater, but you're not sure what it is, or you know that God's calling you to something, or maybe maybe he spoke to you previously and nothing happened. So these are the things that I became a prophetic life coach, and I want to coach you right now. So Lord, open the heavens on earth as it is in heaven. I pray right now for the the qualities of heaven to come right now into each listener, into each one that is really needing a breakthrough. There's people who need to hear your voice in a greater way. So I ask that if there was anything that you've given to me that I freely give to them right now in Jesus' name. Amen. Well, you know, when it comes to hearing God, a lot of people have to deal with fear. Fear is one of the huge things that holds people back, the fear of being deceived, or maybe it sounds too complicated. Maybe some people think it's spooky or like we're, we should be hearing God or they don't want to hear because they're afraid uh, they're going to die or something weird like that. That's that's some of the myths that go around the hearing God. I want to help you work through those. But, you know, hearing the voice of God is so essential. There's a lot of benefits to it. We are in a strategic time right now in which God is giving downloads of revelation from heaven to help you go through this difficult time. The Lord knew well. It's, he's not like he's surprised all of a sudden. Hey, oh, you know, I didn't really expect all these storms and, you know, all the stuff to happen. And he knew exactly what was going on. And he's giving us strategies to do what I do. If I want to really trade you, like even right now, there's a storm raging around me in the spirit, you know, and even in the natural realm, I've learned to stay in the eye of the storm. That's like a hurricane. There's a calm place in the middle of it. And sometimes you'll be tempted to go out and battle the storm and do things. But there's other times you just need to move forward like Jesus did when he walked on the water in the midst of the storm. And there's times like that. I want to just impart this to you right now because the enemy has been over attacking you the lord is releasing additional revelation that is going to help us through these trying times that we're in right now god wants us to interact with him he wants us to hear his voice 
And I want to share with you some things that I wish someone would have shared with me a very long time ago. In fact, it would have saved me years of time, pain, and money, too, for making wrong mistakes and doing different things. So I want to release this to you. This is a coaching session that I wish someone would have done with me 25 years ago when I was starting out. And I want to do this right now. And I've been hearing God most of my life, but I really didn't recognize it was him. That's the way a lot of people are. Then I began to study and practice and develop my prophetic gifts, dream interpretation, different aspects of hearing God. Then I started to train others to do the same thing. And I just kept doing the same thing over and over. And then all of a sudden, one day, I started seeing amazing amount of results or fruit from the efforts. So you don't have to be a prophet to hear God. I just want you to know all the gifts can be in operation. You notice how Jesus worked. He and the disciples, they all used all the gifts. It was not like one of them was an evangelist and, you know, another one just was the one that, that heard God. We have access to all the gifts through the Holy Spirit. So there's a new paradigm being released right now. It's a new wineskin, some people might say. Many people were trained in a, a certain way to listen to the Lord. But you know what? Things may have changed. It did on me. I was trained a certain way to hear. I would do a certain thing. And then all of a sudden, I stopped hearing. And so there's some things I want to release to you right now that might break you through this time. Now, I'm not saying to throw the baby out with the bathwater. I'm not saying get rid of the old ways. I'm just saying and I had to do this. I used to get up. Every day, I still do, actually. Between 4 and 4.30 a.m., I'm in a prayer time, and then I would have an encounter with the Lord about 5.30, 6 o'clock, and everything's changed. It all shifted on me. I still get up at the same time, but I spend more time in strategic prayer and battling over things and getting solutions on greater levels for the world, for other people. And then my encounters are now coming at 4.30 in the afternoon. Strangely enough, I didn't recognize that at first. Had I not been willing to give up my old way, I would have missed this amazing time I'm having right now, which I call tea time with the Lord. I have tea about 4.30 in the afternoon, and it's a, a part maybe the English coming out of me. But my goodness, I started noticing that the Lord would visit me, you know, in, in a spiritual sense, you know, and through my quiet time, and then I would interact more greatly, more deeply with him. But that was a shift from 4.30 a.m. to 4.30 p.m. That's going on right now. God might be doing something different. Don't think that you have to get up a certain time, please. And don't try to imitate me. Imitate Jesus. He did get up early, by the way. It said he got up before dark, before anyone was looking for him. I do that. But, you know, it depends on you know how you're wired, your season of life right now. But Many people were trained to do something a certain way, and maybe these things aren't working in the current season. So we need to grow in discernment. This is the season for wisdom, understanding, and God's timing. And this takes practice. Hearing God is not all that difficult, but knowing how to respond, how to react, the next steps to take and when to take them, that's the stuff that God wants to release to you. So there's a greater interaction going on right now with the spiritual realm. We're in a time 
where God is actually interacting with us. As Jesus said, you know, when he taught his disciples to pray, one of the things he said, pray on earth as it is in heaven. That was in the Lord's Prayer. And that's what we're seeing right now. We're in a season where God is bringing onto earth the qualities of heaven, the spiritual atmosphere of healing, peace in the midst of the storm, solutions to your problems. I tell you, this is a time to stay in the eye of the storm. I call that the on earth as it is in heaven, eye of the storm. And we're getting greater revelation right now on what's going on and how to respond. So God speaks in so many ways. Most people miss it. One thing that Jesus said more than anything else, actually, I think it was a little over 15 times, he said that we must have eyes to see and ears that can hear. Now, he was talking about spiritual things. And I base everything I do in my prophetic ministry in my life on developing eyes to see and ears to hear, and I base it on a foundation of Ephesians 1.17. I want you to get this, write this down, and begin to pray this verse, because if you do this, everything's going to start to flow for you. And Ephesians 1.17, Paul said, I keep asking that the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, the glorious Father, may give you the spirit of wisdom and revelation so that you may know him better. So, Nearly every day, now my prayers change from time to time. I decree different verses. And because this is one of my life verses, I'm not decreeing it every day. But I've done it enough to where I'm asking the Lord for wisdom and revelation so that I can know him better. The sole purpose of hearing God, the prophetic ministry, is that we can know the Lord better. And it's not to get wild prophetic words or Maybe try to get your word on Elijah list or, you know, being recognized at your church. I know those things are important to us, but God might walk you through a time to test you on those things. So if you have the goal to know him better, then you're going to grow in your ability to hear the Lord. The next verse, Ephesians 1.18, I pray also that the eyes of your heart be enlightened in order that you may know the hope to which he has called you, the riches of his glorious inheritance in the saints. It is incomparable great power for those who believe. Wow, that's another powerful verse. And I want to just decree it over you right now. I pray that the eyes of your heart will be enlightened to the Lord Jesus Christ, to the Holy Spirit, that you would step into those true riches, those spiritual gifts, those Nuggets, things, you know, wisdom and revelation, those things. Those are the true, true riches in Jesus' name. You know, the closer we get to God, the clearer his voice becomes. We might walk through times where you can't hear him, but the Apostle Paul compares God's wisdom and revelation to riches in Ephesians 1.17. And, you know, these are the true riches, I tell you. People want, you know, to get a a download strategy for money or revelation for that, which is good. I get them and I give them. But if you don't base it on the true riches, it's not going to matter. So when it comes to hearing God, we need to base everything of the prophetic gift on 1 Corinthians 14.3. 
that everyone who prophesies speaks to men or women for their strengthening, encouragement, and comfort. And unfortunately, we've seen some examples of prophetic words that lacked character or maybe sounded judgmental. This is because some people have been trained to hear or speak things through a negative filter and maybe an Old Testament way. We need the Old and the New Testament. When it comes to prophecy, the prophetic gifts need to be a little bit different because we're now dealing with grace where it wasn't there before in the New Testament. I use both the Old and the New Testament, but I'm definitely a New Testament style of prophetic person. And it's important that we deal with prophecy with that strengthening, encouragement, and comfort. Yes, God can speak directions to people and even do corrections at times, but you know what? You need to be tactful. You need to use wisdom. And there's there's been many people today who've had a, a negative view of God. They think God is a dictator. They look at him, you know, as a mean, negative father, the one who's causing all this stuff in the world. If that's the case, that's a negative filter. That's what that looks like. So God is calling you right now to clean out those filters and go beyond actually hearing his voice to take it a step further into understanding his will. That's what's going to change your life. You know, as we talk about hearing God, there's so many different things that might come to mind. You know, I realize this is a wide audience on the Internet. Some people think that maybe you have to be a prophet to hear God, or maybe other people think that you have to do it in, in a church or a certain way or, or get worked up, or which is okay if that's your flow. But, you know, God can actually speak to you all the time. And as Jesus shows us, we all have access to all the spiritual gifts through the Holy Spirit. Hearing God does not have to be mystical. It doesn't have to be negative. I like to think of it as being naturally supernatural you know you don't have to be a prophet i've said it over and over because we're in a season right now that god is speaking to everyone and he wants to develop your ability to hear his voice no matter what your basic gifts are and this is what's so important to get and there are countless benefits to hearing god you know it breaks open things in your life you'll gain insight you'll grow in your faith you can get healing. That's what happened to me. I, I got healing strategies by hearing his voice. It's important that we understand clearly what God is saying so that we know how to respond. You know, there's misunderstandings. There's misinterpretation of what he's saying. There's there's not a lack of hearing God. My goodness, I see things on the Internet with a lot of people speaking prophetic words today. And what you have to be careful of is not necessarily the, the wrong word. You know, most of the stuff that's out there is from the Lord. Some of it isn't. But what you want to understand is if it's for you and the timing for it. And so, you know, we can actually invite the Holy Spirit to come in and we can learn to connect with the Lord and hear his voice. One benefit of hearing God is it breaks the power of fear. And this is one of the strong things that's going on right now in the world. And we need to be able to learn to discern. And the only way you can do that is to step into peace. Hearing God brings healing. And Luke 6, 18 says that people everywhere came to hear Jesus and they were being healed. And so there's an actually amazing connection between hearing 
and healing. It builds your faith. It gives you the strategies that you might need. Healing also comes in different ways. It's not just a physical healing. It's emotional, relational, and spiritual. God can also give us clear direction. John 10, 27, Jesus says, My sheep will hear my voice and follow. It's not just hearing a prophetic word, but it's hearing his voice. It's not just reading a Bible verse, but it's also hearing his voice. Learn to hear his voice and then confirm it in the Bible or the other way around. Read it in the Bible and get a confirmation either way. It's sad that some people have used the prophetic gift to correct or wound others. I've had that happen to me in my life, and I I did it early on in my life, but I got around some mentors that helped me work that out in my life early. I'm thankful for that. Prophecy is a function in our life, in the church, businesses, and our community. And, you know, as a coach, I train people to hear God, and one of the biggest things I've mentioned already is the fear of being deceived. And here's how you want to break that. Hebrews 5.14, but solid food is for the mature who, by constant use, have trained themselves to distinguish good from evil. Wow, here we go. If you distinguish good from evil, then you would no longer be fearful because you wouldn't be in fear of being deceived because you would learn to discern. And the only way that you can do that, according to Hebrews 5.14, is to constantly use your gifts. It's like anything. If you uh, play an instrument, if you have a hobby, or if you're learning something, a career, a trade, it's the same thing. It's a Hebrews 5.14. By constant use, you will train yourself to go to the next level. You don't want to strive, but if you don't do anything in, in the area of hearing God, you're not going to really uh, grow in that area. So many people are afraid of being deceived when it comes to hearing God. That's one of the biggest things that we can break through right now. And then the next thing is that we can learn to discern. You know, if you went to work for the counterfeiting money department of, of the FBI or a bank, I worked in the banking industry for a number of years, and we were trained to distinguish counterfeit money. And to be able to do that, they didn't bring in a bunch of counterfeit money. They brought in real money. Once you understand that the real is more important than the counterfeit, once you get so used to it, even I saw the, uh, something on, a, on TV once where a blind person could tell what denomination uh, dollar bill would be because they had trained themselves to do it. And it's the same thing when it comes to hearing God. You don't want to focus on the negative things. You want to focus on the good. And that's what I'm going to give you some exercises here. That's what I've used a long time ago to learn to discern. And quite often, God will hide things. Yeah, he will not always speak as clear as you think. Proverbs 25, verse 2, it's the glory of God to conceal a matter, but it's the glory of kings to search that matter out. So we have to actually start getting familiar with God's word, the Bible. We have to get familiar with his ways and his word, because if his ways like if you read the Bible and you see negative things in the Old Testament, or you see stuff and you think that's God's ways right now, that he's judging the world, then you're going to be out of alignment with what God's doing right now because that's the enemy doing things. It's not God. 
And so God will also walk you through a season to train you. And so sometimes you might go through, you know, a dark night of the soul or the wilderness. But he hides things there because he loves you so much. He wants you to go after these deeper spiritual truths. And in Matthew eleven twenty five, it says that he conceals things. This is why he spoke in parables. It's because there's, there's so many good things hidden in the word. You can get healed. You can find these nuggets. And once you do, you can apply them to your life and your life will change forever. Now, we can all hear God and we can all grow in this gift, but it does take some practical steps. So I recommend to really be expectant to hear God. Most of the time, we simply need you know, to clear away some of the busyness from our life. I know it's hard to do that, especially if you're working working two jobs or you're a parent or you're going to school. But it doesn't matter how much time. You have the same amount of time as I do. And we all have something in common that's called time. And if you can just find a little bit of time, doesn't have to be long, that we can take some time to read the Bible, even if it's just a verse, or maybe do it while you're on the treadmill, or maybe if you're at the gym or exercising, that you listen to my podcast. Or, you know, you start doing things. You double up. You do some double duty on training, on hearing the voice of God in different ways. It's like working out. So maybe God will speak to you through dreams and visions, through the Bible, through a conversation that you're having with someone, whether a believer or not. God's speaking all the time. Song on the radio. Nature, there's a variety of ways through the arts. The possibilities of God speaking to you right now are endless. And I love training people out here, God, in the unusual ways. You know, we'll, we'll go to the mall and we'll ask God to speak to us in different ways without actually talking with anybody or, you know, pick up something next to you. What's it saying to you? Developing the metaphoric thinking. Now, my first prophetic word that I got was in 1988, and it was a prophetic word that was given to me. I heard my sister, my brother-in-law, and I, we were new, you know, believers, and we had just got filled with the Holy Spirit, and so we went to this church because my brother-in-law, he called me up and he said, hey, there's a guy coming to our church who has a gift of prophecy. Now, back in 1988, it wasn't like it was necessarily today, you know, where you can get a prophetic word about anywhere. So we'd pile in the car, you know, and go. I went there, and there's two things that happened. My brother-in-law's name was Tom. And Tom and I went up, and we stood in front of the guy, and he said to Tom, you need to lose weight. And I'm thinking, well, you know, that's not really a prophetic word. Tom was heavy. And I didn't understand that. I kind of made a judgment in my spirit. And then he looked at me, and he said, the woman you're with is not the one. And I'm like, well, well, I was actually about to get engaged with a woman that I'd been with for seven years. And I just wanted to be married. I tell you, I I wanted to be married. I don't know. And, uh, you know, she had come to the Lord. I, I had led her to the Lord in the midst of things. But I, I had the feeling it wasn't the one. But here's what happened. One year later, tragically, Tom dies of a heart attack. and. I married that woman, and I ended up in a painful divorce. Now, that's my first contact 
with hearing the Lord. In other words, wow, the Lord got my attention on that. And God wants to speak to us, even if it's that still small voice. We need to learn to discern. There were things that we could have done that could have changed things. And now I'm recovered. I'm married to my wife, Linda, now. We've been married 23 years. God has restored me. It was painful. But I wish I would have listened to the Lord in the midst of that. But, again, it takes practice. Words from God need to stand a test over time. We need to look it up in the Bible. You know, they usually bring peace with them. A word from the enemy does not have peace. It's judgmental. It'll try to make you have fear. If you don't respond, do this or all, or you're going to miss it. You're going to miss it. And that's not the words from the Lord. So you need to look at these things and anything that's like contrary to the Bible, like kill yourself, you know, or do some crazy things, you know, or that divorce. I, I, that's a touchy subject here. I don't want to give anybody a uh, license to divorce. And here I am, a divorced man who's now recovered, you know, giving this word right now that you need to really work through this. I never give a prophetic word over marriage and divorce. Now, unless the Lord's speaking to me about it, I work it offline with someone and we work through a counseling type or coaching session with them to help them redeem their life, no matter what it might be. I know it's a touchy subject these days, but I'm not in judgment over anybody no matter where you are, what you're doing, I believe that the Lord, he's the God of second, third, fourth, fifth chances. He really is because he did it with me. Here's a good verse. Psalm 37, 4. Delight yourself in the Lord and he will give you the desires of your heart. Now, I mentioned my first prophetic word. I allowed the desires of my heart to overextend to the word of the Lord. Because I wanted to be married. Sometimes your own desires are not always bad. You know, once your heart gets in line, like it says with Psalm 37, 4, once your heart's in line with the Lord, he can give you the desires of your heart. Back in 1988, that wasn't the case. And so prophetic words that come like this, we have to be careful of these things, but we need to learn through each of these times. And a prophetic word needs to be tested and get other people to pray with you around it. Depends what it is. You know, you don't you don't need a prophetic word for everything, you know, to buy a book or you know but the bigger things in life require that. And most people that I coach in hearing God, they actually don't know how to test a prophetic word. Instead of testing objectively, many people test with a negative approach. Because Paul says to test the word. And, you know, if someone speaks a prophecy, it should be tested. So, actually, to test a word, there is a difference between the two. I don't really have time to go into it now on this podcast, but I speak about it a little bit in my book, God Spoke, Now What? How to Activate Your Prophetic Word. I use it in all the different types of training that I do, how to test a word positively and objectively as opposed to a negative. So, what you want to do. My secret to hearing God accurately is staying free from judgments. And it will open the heavens over you. Luke 3.21, the heavens opened at Jesus' baptism. And it says he was baptized. The first thing that happens, the heavens open. Then the Holy Spirit comes and ascends on him. So there's ways that you can open the heavens. You can work 
hand in hand with God in Luke 6.38, give and it will be given to you a good measure. Press down, shake it together, running over will be poured into your lap for the measure that you use will be measured to you. Now, this is a verse that I know that I've received offerings and maybe you've heard this at the offering at churches and in conferences and ministries, which is okay. I mean, it's the word of God. Give and it will be given to you. Press down, shake it together. You're going to get a blessing back. One day the Lord said, well, I should read it in context. It does work for giving, but Luke 6.37, the verse before, Jesus says, do not judge and you will not be judged. Do not condemn and you will not condemn. Then give and it will be given to you. A good measure pressed down, shaken together, will be poured over, running over into your lap. Notice that, that you need to remove judgments first because judgments can close the heavens. And one of my messages that I have on getting a financial breakthrough, the first thing you need to look at, if you're tithing and giving and you're not receiving back, if you're not reaping, take a look at Luke 6.37 here and see if you've got any judgments against anybody and clean out those judgments. Jesus goes further in Luke 6.41 when he says, why do you look at the speck of sawdust in your brother's eye when you pay no attention to the plank of the log in your own eye? We need to be careful that we don't have log jams of judgments. Maybe it's stopping, robbing that financial breakthrough that you need. Maybe it's closing your eyes that you grow dim or cloudy or callousing your heart, and it will cause us to not be able to reach people, not to be able to reach our own destiny. So there's things that actually can close the heavens off, and there's things that can open the heavens up. Like I said, this is a deep-level coaching that I'm doing with you right now that could change your life forever. Focusing too much on what's wrong with a person or yourself will close the heavens. If you're constantly looking at the negative things instead of the positive things, you're going to close the heavens. Judging people can close the heavens. Grumbling or complaining. Speaking against others instead of praying for them. Judging and cursing instead of blessing. And this can be done inadvertently, even towards leaders, towards the president. we got to be careful. You don't have to agree with anybody, but... There's times when you need, like I have to do right now because of the level that I have in the prophetic. i got to be very careful what I say. In fact, I've been decreeing verses daily. Put a muzzle on my mouth, you know. Help me to, to be careful what I say. Now, it's not a legalistic thing, but, it, you know, Jesus talks about this quite a bit. So there's steps to open the heavens right now. First of all, get intentional and stop complaining or grumbling if that's what you're doing. Why don't you go on a negative thought and talk fast? I say this all the time, and maybe if you hear me say it, maybe you need to go on the lifestyle. That's what I do. I'm now on the negative-free lifestyle. We need to stop listening to some negative talk radio or, or reports on the Internet or even on Facebook. You know, I'm on Facebook, but I know it's hard to go on social media sometimes and stay away from negativity. That's why I actually just launched the Doug Addison app for smartphones. It's, you can get it in the Apple Store or Google Play. Just look for my name, Doug Addison, and it is the negative-free place. If you want to take a break from social media, my daily prophetic is still delivered there. My videos, my podcast, in fact, this podcast is going to be on there. And so 
you can do that. I've been designing things specifically. That's why I do the daily prophetic words. I do those, first of all, because God told me two years ago. But it shifts the spiritual atmosphere over people, over myself even, because the more you give, the more you receive. Do you know how many years? I've been doing 365 of those a year for seven or eight years now. And it's like Jesus said, the smallest seed, like faith, produces the biggest tree. And that small seed of revelation that I do for free has produced the biggest tree in my ministry. I could travel all over the world and people know me. I'll be in the airport somewhere out in public. They say, hey, you're the daily prophetic guy. Wow. Well, thank you very much. I appreciate that. You know, I do have deeper words, you know, I'll, you know. But anyway, uh, it's that smallest thing that I've sown and it's coming back now. Given it will give into you. Pressed out, shake it together, running over to your lap. That's what's going on right now because I've just been doing it over and over. So here's something that I want to give you. This is for free. And this is the most powerful thing you can do to train yourself to know God's voice. Next time you hear God, I want you to go back and do some steps. Or maybe you've never heard God. You'll want to ask him to speak to you. Or go back to the last time you know that he answered a prayer or something like that. But go back to the last time you know that you heard the Lord or you know that he answered a prayer. And if he hasn't, then begin to ask him to do this and take a look at it. Rehearse it in your mind. How did it feel? How did it sound? How did it smell or taste? They can actually happen. Did it have a bad taste? You know, there's different things that can happen. Begin to track the different ways God speaks to you because he tends to speak over time. I've done this so many times. I go back to the last time I heard the Lord, and I take a look at it, and I study it, because that's the real. And I study it like the counterfeit money example. I study the real, and then I train myself. We can now, I tell you, it's a time to put on those Holy Spirit trading wheels. I had to do this years ago, and I tell you the big things: Don't be above reproach. I talk to people, even there's people that I work with, closely and they hear the lord and they think that they they can't be wrong and they get offended if i i try to say to them i try to coach them into hey you know what you may have missed it on that one if i can miss it everyone you know what none of us are perfect we we see in part we prophesy in part and it's important to understand that that god will use our mistakes to help us to grow so we need to find a safe place a uh, place that we can trust people. We we have some places here within Light Connection, my ministry, DougAddison.com, and we've got some online offerings and things like that. And most of our stuff comes with the ability to go on to a Facebook group. Uh, we can't really coach everybody, but at least we have some place that you can bounce some things off of and become a, a partner with us or in one of our bigger schools you can do that, bounce some things off those that, that I train around me there. And we always have a coach available. Our team is coaching people to hear God. Now, I want to really kind of close with this. This is the powerful punch for you. I want to give you the five important steps to hear God accurately. Now, I'm just going to give you the ingredients here. These are the ingredients And the recipe on how to do it, you might have to go into something deeper, which I want to offer you in just a minute. It's free. I'm going to take you into a deeper level. It's like cooking. You know, I I can give you the ingredients. The recipe tells you how to make it really good. 
And that's what I'm going to do right now. The ingredients for hearing God accurately in your life is establish a foundation. Whether it's daily, daily is the best, but establish a foundation to hear the Lord. What you do on a daily basis matters. Number two, cultivate a spiritual atmosphere of positivity around you. I'm not talking about positive thinking or speaking, but shifting out of that negativity really, really matters. Number three, track what God says to you. How in the world would you know if he's answering anything, even prayers, if you're not tracking it? Number four, learn to discern. That's done by practice. Number five, activate it into your life. Every time I get a word from God or something big, or or even if I, I just want to learn, I start doing something small towards that. And the first thing that you could do if you hear the voice of God or someone gives you a prophetic word, the first thing is to write it down and value it. Second thing is to ask the Lord to speak to you before anything else. That's activation. Third thing, look it up in the Bible. The fourth thing that you could do to activate it into your life, do some research or read a book on it or something along those lines. I remember a few years ago, back in, I think it was 2011 or 12, I got a word from the Lord that morning. I got up and I was already operating in ministry and I heard the Lord say, I'm calling you into the Joseph anointing. And I thought, well, I've heard about that years ago. You know, the Joseph anointing, that's where the Lord will use you, whether you're a man or a woman. Like Genesis 41, Joseph got a prophetic word. He interpreted a dream and he released finances to save Israel. And he interpreted a dream of an ungodly leader, Pharaoh, and he got the interpretation. And he also got the application. I knew that, but I didn't know exactly what it meant back in 2012. And so I, I went out and bought a book online on Amazon, I think, and, and it was about the Joseph anointing by Johnny Enlow. Now, I'd never met Johnny Enlow. We're friends now. But that book, I tell you, it put me on the timeline of the Lord and it, it helped me. So that was an activation. I didn't really go out and buy a website. I didn't do anything big. It was an activation. So If you want to go deeper on this, like I said, I just gave you the ingredients. You want the recipe on how to cook this up in your life. I want to give it to you for free. And I did a 45-minute in-depth training on how to learn to discern the voice of God. And I remember years ago, someone saying to me, how do I know whether what I'm hearing is, if it's God, if it's Satan, or if it's my own thoughts. And I said, you know, if you could figure that out, you'd have a best-selling book, and everyone would laugh. Well, guess what? I figured it out. Not only me, there's others who are figuring this out. What I've been telling you right now is the ability to learn to discern how to do it so that you can walk with confidence. Now, again, you won't always know 100%, but you can walk with a greater confidence of what you're hearing from God. And so instead of writing a best-selling book, I put it actually in a free webinar that's online, and it's called How to Know If I'm Hearing God. And again, it's 45 minutes. It's totally free. I want to invite you to it. You can go to DougAddison.com forward slash how to know, or if you have a smartphone, just text 
one word, hear God, hear God to 90100. Hear God, one word, text that to 90100. I will send you a text back, and all you have to do is put in your email address, and we'll send you a link, the same link that we'll send you if you go to my website, but we'll send you a link to the free training that'll walk you through the details and the depth of how God speaks. I've also written a recent book, Hearing God Every Day. And this is all based on these things that God has shown me over the last you know, 25 years and kind of pulling this all together. Follow me on Facebook, The Doug Addison, Twitter and Instagram, Doug T. Addison. Also, my daily prophetic words that are out there everywhere, hashtag daily prophetic. Let me pray. Lord, open the heavens now. I pray for each person. I thank you, God, that there's something new coming in your life. I thank you, God, there's something new coming. I'm speaking to you as a listener, and I'm coming into agreement with God as I'm praying this. I thank you, God, for each person listening. I thank you that you're giving a download to each one. I pray right now for the breakthrough that they need in their health, in their finances, in their spiritual life, in their emotional healing. In Jesus' name, amen. God bless you. See you soon. Thanks for listening to Spirit Connection with Doug Addison. Connect with him online at DougAddison.com.